In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Roots and fruits. Sort of think of that as the key phrase and how to understand the scripture passage that is given to us in life in Christ in a simplistic way. Roots and fruits. Right? It starts with an idea. Who do people say that I am? This and that and the other. Great for them, they have nice sights. They're wrong. Who do you say that I am? You are the Christ. And here we are, the beginning of the truths of faith begin to spire. The seedlings of faith are planted. Ah, you know, therefore I tell you the Christ must be rejected, suffer greatly, be killed, and on the third day rise. Now imagine, and that whole litany of things, some are a lot easier to believe than others. And so then the rebuke. Surely, Lord, nothing like that will ever happen to you. And see, that rebuke, that desire to have a Christ without the cross is satanic. You want to know what Satanism is? Satanism is a Christian who doesn't want to suffer. Satanism is a Christian who thinks they know better than the Christ. That is Satan. Right out of the mouth of Jesus, get behind me, he says to Peter, Shaitan. And so as we come to worship in spirit and truth, we are mindful of that. What do I have to do? Take up my cross daily, and you yours, and you your, and so on and so forth. Especially those crosses unchosen, unlooked for. Right? Thinking of Simon of Cyrene, he's right over there on the fifth station of the cross. A gardener, a farmer, coming in. You know what's interesting in the scriptures? It says, Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus. See this Simon, just walking to town, doing his business, bang, there's the cross. And he planted in that roots. So that years later, when the Gospel of St. Luke was written, they knew the names of his children. He bore fruit, because he held on to the root. Not a pietistic faith that just says and says and says and talks and talks and talks and discusses and discusses. I was having this conversation sitting in the Polish tent, eating galumka or whatever it's called. I don't know. It was just a tasty thing wrapped in a cabbage. I liked it, all right? All these priests and all these bishops who did these bad things, how could they do it? Answer simple. They had no faith. They had a Christ without a cross. Peter says, I don't want any scandal. God forbid anything bad should happen to you. Hide it. Put it behind. Don't see it. There's no faith. It's just a show. It's just a game. It's shaitana, satanic. And so we want to plant that root firm. There's my cross. I grab it. I don't want to get up in the morning, but I do, right? Right? Here's a little confession. I don't like saying Saturday 5 p.m. Mass. I don't like it. Guess what? Who cares? Nobody. I do it. I put love into it. Who cares what I like? Who cares what I want? If you do, you're a fool. Right? 
That's why I hold to what G.K. Chesterton says. A pessimist is an unhappy fool. An optimist is a happy fool. Both are fools. They have no idea what's going on around them. Because why? They don't grab onto the cross. There's nothing in the ground. How can it grow in the spiritual life? It can't. There's no habits there. That's part of the dynamic Catholic event. You've got to put them in the ground and root them in. That cross got drug up the hill and nailed into the rock. And the hands held him by the iron nails. Could he have ended it like that? Absolutely. God forbid. Whoever wishes to come after me must deny. Whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. You know what I noticed when I was in the university apostolate? Here are these college kids. They're smart. They're at a world-class university. Right? They have bright futures. They have all this stuff. We go on a service to some god-awful place. They're sleeping on the floor. They're freezing cold. Father makes them get up at 5 o'clock to say their prayers, do their half hour of meditation, go to Mass, go work all day long, eat a little bit of lunch, say the rosary on the way back, have a meditation in the evening, have dinner, pray together a little bit, go to bed by 8 o'clock on the floor again. They're all happy as larks. Why? Because they don't have anything. There's nothing to hold on to. There's nothing to work for. They're just losing it. And so they save. And on and on it goes. As we offer the Mass today, let's have that firmly convicted, right? Roots and fruits. Grab onto that cross of my life, right? Maybe it's my spouse. Maybe it's my kids. Maybe it's my work. Maybe it's my neighbors. Maybe it's some happy combination of all those things. Maybe it's my pastor. My gosh, when is he going to shut up finally? But it all leads to that altar, that bread, right, that we ground down, that blood and flesh nailed up and poured out, and fruits, and resurrection, and charity, and love between husbands and wives, and parents and children, and neighbors and co-workers, and works of charity, and beautiful hospitals, and religious orders, and kindness, and rallying, and all those beautiful things, those fruits that flow over. That priest who heard my last confession, that priest who said my dad's funeral and gave him the grace of God, and so on and so forth, all those fruits, because it's planted deep in the root of the cross. And near to Mary, where's the Virgin Mary? Firmly at the foot of the cross, because she knows. Heck, she gave the fruit. She birthed the fruit. Where's the fruit? There's a root. And by God's grace, where there's a root, there are fruits. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.